is going on, everybody? I am Dustin. This is So You're Getting Older, and you are hearing the first podcast of 2020 from me. So everybody give yourselves a round of applause. You made it through, and you have gotten uh, out of the last decade, and you are into the newest one. You know, and it just it brings me into this kind of like, what what the hell really happened last last this over this last year? Um, I know that I have personally gone through quite a bit uh, with falling on my bike, breaking my wrist, breaking my hip, watching my son win his uh, first state championship race and uh, his first state championship title. I'm sorry. Uh, watching my son, my other son, uh, find his thing. Uh, he joined wrestling. He has um, compiled a 1-0 record so far, and that is what he's doing. Uh, my wife, she does roller derby, you know, and I do BMX. I mean, everybody here has their own little their own little thing, and it's great. I love watching this stuff. I love I love hearing about it. And I love seeing it, and it's honestly one of the best things about this last year. Has given me my injury. It gave me the opportunity to slow down and maybe take a little bit of a breather as far as what I've been doing. Um, And it's also, unfortunately, kind of given me some... I guess, uh, second thoughts about what I do with my off time. Uh, BMX racing is, it's, it's honestly, it's one of my loves and it's one of the things that I have carried through from my childhood and brought into my adulthood. And it's made me really, I guess, kind of look at it, uh, I guess, saying saying the words it's like you know you you get a feeling for your own sense of mortality um it seems a little bit extreme to say that because i mean come on i broke my wrist and i fractured my hip so it's not like it's not like i'm dying here but it kind of gives you the the look in as to man what's what what really will happen when I'm not able to provide and I'm not able to ensure my family's financial well-being. And that's something that has really, really graded on me um, quite a bit in, in the last couple months. I mean, don't get it twisted. I'm coming back. I'm going to be racing next year. Um, but I'm also going to be able Should something happen again, at least I'll be able to have some kind of uh, some kind of financial, I guess, benefit um, be the easiest and best way to say it. Uh, at least having that policy in place, it will make it where I can go out there with a little bit less fear and I don't need to worry about going and hurting myself to such an extent that I I was before. Um, On one hand, it's going to make me a little bit more uh, not so risk averse as I was. Uh, But on the other hand, you know, I'm 40 years old and breaking my wrist sucked. It, It 
wasn't what you would call a quote-unquote pleasant experience. And as such, you know, I kind of keep that in the back of my mind. And, you know, doing something with fear uh, really doesn't let you do it fully to your uh, greatest ability. You know, you're not free. And that's one of the greatest things about writing for me is I get out there and it's just the, the sense of freedom. And I don't have to worry about anything or anybody because it's me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the one. I'm the person out there. And it's me against anywhere from two to seven other writers. And it, it just, I can't put it into words um, what, I, what I feel when I'm out there. And it's, it's uh, really interesting, really fun, um, keeps you healthy. Uh, it's helped keep me uh, quite a bit, quite a bit of weight gone. Um, because before I started racing again, I sat down and all I would do is veg out and eat. And that was it. I didn't do too much of anything. And now I've got a reason, you know, really to, to keep, uh, keep on going. I don't mean keep going in a in a sense of like you know death or anything like that. That's not not at all what I'm saying. Um, it it just kind of gives me that that taste of freedom to be able to go out and do something and know that it's literally me against these other people, and it's one of the one of the greatest things that I feel like I've done. And not to mention the fact it, you know, it's something I, I can do with my brother and it's something I can do with my son and it it gives us a little bit of kind of a brotherhood, you know, a little bit of camaraderie, if you will. And to me, that's that's awesome. But I'm going on and on and on and just kind of rambling here. That's not what I wanted to do. What I want to do is I want to talk to you guys a little bit about New Year's. Uh, how did you guys spend your New Year's? What did you do? Did you have fun? Did you imbibe a little much? Did you uh, go and have fun? Did you spend time with your family? Did you spend time with your loved ones? I mean, really, what what did you do? How did you ring the New Year in? I know for me, I rang the New Year uh, watching Stranger Things with uh, my my wife and our youngest, and then uh, I fell asleep on the couch and realized, you know, holy shit, I'm getting old, and it sucked. And you know, I'm not gonna lie, it was it was a nice time to sit there and just kind of chill out and relax, um, sit there and watch a watch a TV show and be able to just kind of experience that last little that last little bit of relaxation uh, before I launch into my uh, training regimen to get ready for next race season. My oldest son, he went out and spent time with his friends. And that was, you know, that's totally, totally fine. I, I didn't have too much of an issue with it. I just wanted him to make sure that, you know, and I'll tell you guys the same thing I told him. I'm not stupid. 
I remember being 16, and all I asked of him was, listen, if you or anybody that you're with decides, you know, hey, we're going to, we're going to drink, we're going to, we're going to have a few beers, you know, we'll have a few drinks, whatever. Again, I remember being 16. All I ask, I will have my ringer on. Just call me. I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to yell at you. You're not going to be in trouble. Um, just call me and I will come get you. Uh, whatever, whatever you do, do not get behind the wheel. If you've been drinking, do not get behind the wheel with someone who has been. That's all. That's it. That's the end of the conversation. And, you know, I, uh, I set a curfew for him of one o'clock and told him, you know, listen, I'll drop you off down there. I'll come and get you. And, uh, at one o'clock, uh, you know, I, I picked him up, him and his, him and his friends, they all, you know, dorked out and had fun. I mean, again, I, I have a hard time reconciling my experience at 16 with what his experience is. And I know that I was a bit wilder. Um, I, I did a lot more stuff than, uh, than he has. And, you know, that's, believe me, that's fine. I, I, I wouldn't wish some of the experiences I've had on him. Trust me. Um, moving on, you know. I seriously, seriously want want to know, you know. Come on, tell me. Tell me how you spent your, your holiday. I mean, we've had Christmas. We've had New Year's. And this is like the big holidays of the, uh, of the year. And I know, like, Christmas. Christmas was great. Um, I made sure that, you know, the, the kids got, got what they wanted, you know, uh, my oldest boy, he got, he got a new set of cranks for his bike and, uh, they, they're actually like, a uh, almost a twin of the cranks I run. Um, my youngest, he got a PlayStation four and we were able to get the bundle from Walmart with, uh, the PlayStation uh, the one terabyte hard drive in it. Uh, he got God of War, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, and The Last of Us Remastered. Uh, those three games actually came with the PlayStation, so that was pretty cool. Um, he also got uh, a couple a couple other games. Uh, you know, he's a big wrestling fan, so he got a WWE game. Um, I got him uh, Fallout seventy six. So he would he would get to play that, and then uh, I actually played nice with him, and I put my PlayStation Plus account on there, so he can uh, have access to the library of games that I have, and then that way, you know, it kind of cuts down on cost for me. I'm not stupid, and uh, then that way he's got he's got you know a solid library of games that he can play. Um, plus whatever, uh, free games come out with the PlayStation plus, uh, every month, um, he'll be able to play those as well. So, you know, that it was, it was a pretty good year for the kids. They had, they had a, uh, really, really good Christmas. I got my wife a, uh, silver bar necklace with, uh, uh, it came with a note that, you know, was you know, all it said on the note was our family, 
and on this on this charm on this necklace the the little bar i had you know her name on it my name on it and then both of our kids names on it and you know almost got her to cry almost i've been able to get her to cry almost every christmas and this this is the first year that tears did not flow so i kind of feel like i might have uh feel like i might have screwed up not not done everything that i could have i didn't pull all the stops out but that's all right though because she's got an april or uh, not an april she has a birthday coming up uh not even in april um it's actually the month after I was thinking about our son's birthday, uh, which is in April, and uh, it was, uh, it'll, it'll be, I think, I think it, at her birthday, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little something that I think is gonna get some tears from her, um, and they'll be happy tears, it's not gonna be, you know, oh yeah, by the way, happy birthday, here's divorce papers, it's not like that, although that would actually, that would actually, uh, that would actually definitely get the tear the tear thing going. I don't know. I might have to look into this. It just depends on how I'm feeling that day, I think. But, you know, I'm not really no. That's that's a that's a kind of dick maneuver that even even I wouldn't do. And I mean there's there's a lot of things that I, I would consider not off limits, but yeah, that might that might be a little too far even for me. But moving on from the holidays, uh, you know, I know I've gone kind of kind of hard on the whole uh, the whole political thing lately, and it, I don't know how to describe it. It's like the older I get, the more political I get, and the more I am with wanting to make sure that you know at least my opinion is known and. You know, I don't I don't discount other people's opinions. Um, I know that my wife does not like to discuss politics with me uh, because she 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 leans on a on a different spectrum than I do. And, you know, in all honesty, that's fine. I don't I don't really have a problem with that. Um, what I can't even really say, you know, I know I know I'm Republican and I know I lean more towards the uh, moderate side of it, but holy shit, dude, I look at all of these uh, uh, Democrat politicians that are out there, and it's like, when I, when I sit and I watch the uh, debates, it seriously is like, who can go furthest left rather than, you know, just kind of chill out in the middle. And the worst part is the person who's chilling out in the middle, um, Joe Biden, uh, he he scares me. He he honestly scares me as somebody that would actually be in control of the football. And that just, it doesn't sit right with me. And in, uh, all I got to say is, man, y'all better get out and vote. I mean, seriously, vote. You don't you don't want this guy in there and when i'm watching all these uh debates before they uh get it to the uh iowa caucus before they do everything in like new hampshire everything that they do in nevada and then you end up you know super tuesday and i i honestly foresee 
them having a brokered convention because I don't think anybody's going to really get the majority of the votes or the delegates needed. And I think everyone's going to have to be running around like a chicken with their head cut off uh, trying to get the required delegates to be the nominee. I have a problem with uh, Elizabeth Warren being being there. I have a problem with Joe Biden being there. I've got a real problem with Bernie Sanders being there. And uh, the only person that I really don't have too much of an issue is the uh, uh, Mayor Pete, Pete Buttigieg. And I just don't, I don't think he's got what it takes to be able to beat Trump either. None of them really do. I think there's a couple of states that'll flip and go for, uh, like, Joe Biden. I don't foresee Bernie getting a lot of the uh, electoral votes. I definitely don't see Mayor Pete getting them. And we all know that Elizabeth Warren, you can't trust a damn thing that comes out of her mouth. You know, first first she was uh, an Indian, a Native American, sorry. And then it comes out she's, well, she's like 1,000,066th of uh, Native American. She's like... I got it. No, you you don't. You, you you really don't. You're sitting there saying that you're all these things and this is how you got hired to several places was using uh, Native American as your uh, uh, ethnicity. And so you were able to, to play the token card. It's like, come on, you know. One story, she says she got fired for being pregnant. And then another story, oh, I, I quit because I was pregnant. Well, which one is it? Did you did you quit or did you get fired? Because there's two totally different animals there. And then, you know, you, you factor in, like, her, her stupid-ass commercial. Hey, you want a beer? I didn't know you were here. I'm going to have a beer. Trying to act like the everyday person. <sighs> Honey, that doesn't work. It doesn't. Nothing about that works. Um, I don't really want to get too deep into the uh, uh, political stuff here today. Um, I'll save that for another one, you know. And I know you guys have probably heard enough of it, and you're like, this crazy guy, you know, listen to him. No, I really don't want to go down that road today. I'm actually having too good of a day. Uh thinking about all the uh, politics and stuff man it just it it grates on me it really does and there there's nothing else that i really want to say about that right now um you know pelosi hasn't transmitted the articles of impeachment she's probably not going to and she's either thinking that you know well i'm gonna i'm gonna sit on these and have a bunch of republicans flip on it and you know then i'll send it over or she's being realistic here and looking at it going, we ain't got shit. And sending it over is just going to be like an automatic acquittal. I mean, it's one of the two. It really is. And I'm okay. I'm officially done with that shit. Um, let's, uh, let's take a look at our headlines that do not have to do with politics, all right? I mean... First, first thing that I look at when I'm when I'm actually pulling up the headlines here uh, is actually from Illinois, and it's actually pretty awesome. Uh, Illinois begins recreational marijuana sales on New Year's Day. 
Hundreds of people lined up outside of dispensaries in Illinois for the first day of recreational marijuana sales in Illinois. On Tuesday, Governor J.B. Pritzker pardoned more than 11,000 people who'd been convicted of low-level marijuana crimes. Dude, that's awesome. I mean, that's, that is, that is truly, truly awesome. And it really, it really speaks volumes as to where we've come as a country because, you know, you go from the same country that produced films like Reefer Madness that assumed that everybody who was using marijuana would turn into bloodthirsty killers. And, you know, it, dude, nothing, nothing's further from the truth. I drive a, a, a commercial vehicle. I can't use. I can't. Um, and, you know, that's, that's due to the federal regulations on it. It doesn't bother me. I, I personally see no reason as to why every state in the union and the, gov the federal government would want to keep marijuana illegal. There's medical benefits to it. Not to mention the fact that you've got, with like marijuana, um, you've got a lot of different things that you can treat with it. You have a lot of different uh, avenues of uh, uh, approach with it that are beneficial to the country as well as beneficial to the individual states. You know, my state, Pennsylvania, I'm telling you right now, it, it will be legal here. That's only, it's only a matter of time. And when they do finally legalize it, they are going to tax the ever-loving shit out of it. And those taxes, I mean, you've seen it in Colorado. You've seen it in Washington State. You've seen it in California. I, I wouldn't use California as a uh, beacon of uh, good ways to use money. But they... They, they've gone the right way with it. They, they legalize it, they tax it, and then they use the taxes on infrastructure. You can't do any better than that. You can't, you know. I want to say, like, back in uh, uh, Colorado, within the first, like, six months that they had it, uh, legal marijuana, they were actually able to fund the free lunch program for the schools for the year within six months and there was still a lot of tax money left over and it wasn't just funding the free lunches you know for the uh, people that met the quote-unquote requirements for it it was literally free lunches and free breakfast for every student in every school that uh, uh, got state tax dollars I mean come on that's 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 pretty not bad right I mean, and then you look at, you got all the all these different people that go out and get all liquored up, and I'm sorry, I've never once seen somebody who is sitting there high on weed that has wanted to fight. I, I, I just haven't seen it. Never, never once experienced it. But you see people that are all liquored up, and the first thing they do is, you know, want to fight. I mean, come on. Which one do you think is it would be better for society? Seriously. Moving along from the uh, the marijuana argument, just kind of cruising down the uh, Google News uh, headlines here. 
I ran back Michelin and withdrew from siege of U.S. Embassy in Baghdad as more American troops are deployed. The embassy there is under siege. And it's under siege because the United States uh, sent in F-15 fighters and dropped bombs and missiles on a uh, uh, militia uh, from like an arm of the uh, Hezbollah that had launched uh, rockets and mortars and had killed a U.S. Uh, defense contractor. To me, that kind of just sounds like, you know, you, you kick a tiger in the ass and you didn't really have a plan to deal with its teeth. Um, I, I, I don't have a whole lot to say here because... I think getting into a conflict with Iran is going to be bad for the country. It's going to be bad, and I'm talking about our country. It's going to be bad for the country. It's going to be bad for the president, and it's not going to go as well as what they think it will. Um, Iran is a pretty fucked up place, and they're they're one of the other one of the other groups of people in, out in the Middle East that, dude, they hate us. They, they hate us with a passion. A passion. I mean, there's, there's no, no question that they hate us. And that's un, unreal to me. I mean, in all honesty, I say pull everybody out and just let the Middle East implode. It will. I mean, it absolutely will. And that's not a popular opinion, but that's the one I got. I mean, seriously, get our troops out of there. We have bigger fish to fry. You know, you got North Korea being stupid. You got Russia being stupid. You've got China being stupid. I mean, there's, there is bigger fish to fry and there's bigger fights to have versus us going and, you know, bombing the shit out of Iran. I mean, there's maybe there's more to it that I just don't know. It wouldn't be the first time. I mean, I'm cool with that, but... Come on, get our troops home. We don't we don't need them there fighting a conflict that the precursor for it, they weren't even alive when it happened, but they're over there fighting in that war. Get them home. You know, bring them home. And hey, here's another good one. Disgruntled Pope Francis pulls himself free from woman's grasp. I actually watched a video for this and it kind of made me giggle. The Pope, seriously, uh, this lady grabbed his hand and kind of jerked him. And he sat there and smacked the shit out of her hand until she let go. It was, it was, it was pretty funny. And now he's apologized for it. Um, I'm not really sure why he should apologize. But, you know, someone grabs you. I don't care who you are. You could be the Pope. You could be... Uh, the Pope, uh, a world leader, I mean, it doesn't matter. If someone grabs you and starts jerking you around, smack the shit out of them. You know, there's there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's, again, my opinion. Not a popular one, but it's my opinion. Dude, outside of Baby Yoda and, and the Pope... Almost all of the headlines that I'm seeing today are uh, all political in nature.
and that's kind of where we've we've come as a uh, as a country as a society um it just depresses me i can't do that i'm i'm not gonna gonna let that uh come down and ruin my good mood and i don't think you should either uh so on that note i've rambled long enough i'm pretty sure if you guys made it this far man you're a better person than i am and i'm the one doing it so now that we've gone through all of this and we have officially launched this podcast into the new decade i want you guys to remember just a couple things you know just because you're you're getting older and you're uh age is going up does not mean that your life is over go out learn something new find something that makes you happy and do it there's absolutely no reason to sit there and be miserable none you just need to find something that makes you happy that's uh kind of one of those things that a lot of us really don't pay as much attention to as we should and I'm I'm just as guilty of it as I'm sure you are. So you want to make sure to get yourself in a position where you can make make yourself happy. It doesn't matter what it is. doesn't matter how small it is. I mean, small victories are still victories. Don't don't ever let yourself think that they're not. And second, treat the people in your life uh, with some with some respect. Treat them with courtesy. Don't let the uh, bullshit in your life hit it and make you feel like you need to take that out on everybody else. Because if you take all your uh, all your your bad feelings out on everyone around you, you're gonna you're gonna be pretty fucking lonely when it's all said and done. Because people ain't gonna put up with that shit. I wouldn't. I mean. I, I make a conscious effort to try to uh, be nice and be kind to everybody uh, in my life as far as like my family and uh, my family and friends. Um, that's one of those things that you really, really need to uh, uh, concentrate on because your family and friends are the ones that are going to be there for you when nobody else will. And if you continue treating them like shit and you uh, treat them badly, they aren't going to stick around. And I don't think you would either. So I guess in the immortal words of Jerry Springer, take care of yourselves and each other, right? Uh, I'm Dustin. This is So You're Getting Older. And this is the end of my uh, podcast for the new year, the first episode for the, for the new year. If you want to get a hold of me on Facebook, you can get a hold of me on Getting Older on uh, Facebook. That is G-E-T-T-I-N space O-L-D-E-R. You can get a hold of me on Instagram, too, at uh, So You're Getting Older. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at Getting Older Pod. That is the at sign Getting Older Pod. And last but most certainly not least, my email address. You can get me at uh, so you're getting older at gmail.com. One thing to remember, not a single one of those has a apostrophe in them. Uh, not sure why they uh, don't allow apostrophes, but they don't. 
be good, everyone. And I hope that you had a fantastic uh, Christmas, and I hope you had a awesome New Year's Eve, and I hope that everybody's New Year is going to be very fruitful, and uh, stay healthy, everyone. I'll, I'll catch up with you.